Welcome to TAC Talks, a podcast where we unpack the standards for registered training organisations to provide practical information to support business improvement and compliance practices. My name is Mel Hartley from the Training Accreditation Council, or TAC, and today I am joined by Michaela Tarpley, one of our TAC auditors. Michaela is an expert in the field of training and assessment and the standards for RTOs. Today, she'll be helping us navigate the topic of how RTOs are to provide protection to fee-paying learners, where fees paid in advance by those learners is in excess of $1,500. Upon application to TAC to apply for registration or amend your scope, your RTO is requested to nominate if they will be taking fees in advance, and if so, how it intends to meet the requirements. Firstly, Michaela, can you please tell us exactly what are the requirements of the standards in regard to protecting fees paid by students in advance? Clause 7.3 of the standards stipulates where the RTO requires, either directly or through a third party, a prospective or current learner to prepay fees in excess of a total of $1,500, this being the threshold for prepaid fee amounts, the RTO must meet the requirements set out in the requirements for fee protection in Schedule 6. There are actually two parts to Schedule 6. The requirements for a government entity or an Australian university, all other RTOs. Today, I want to focus on the requirement for the other RTOs. Why has this clause been included in the standards? Great question. It's been included in the standards to provide protection for fee-paying learners, where these fees are prepaid and are in excess of $1,500. This was deemed necessary after a number of RTOs failed to provide the training that learners had registered and paid for, either because the RTOs became insolvent or because they withdrew the courses from their offerings without making a suitable alternative available. This left the learners with no way of recovering what was often thousands of dollars that they had paid in prepaid fees for which no training was provided or would be provided. What do the standards mean by prepaid fees? Prepaid fees are sometimes referred to as fees collected in advance. And this means it's the fees that are collected before the relevant services have been provided. These include payments made at any time before, during or after the learner enrolls. This usually comprises all the fees that the learner is required to pay, including enrolment fees, tuition fees, material fees and any other fee component that is a mandatory payment for the course. So what does this actually mean for an RTO? So this means that an RTO may collect up to $1,500 in prepaid or upfront fees from a learner without needing to take any action to protect these fees. However, where an RTO collects more than $1,500 per learner in prepaid fees, the organisation must take action to protect the prepaid fees that exceed $1,500 for any single learner. It is important to note that the RTO is only required to protect prepaid fees for individual learners and prospective learners. These requirements do not apply, for example, where an employer engages an RTO to provide training and assessment to all its staff. If an RTO collects more than $1,500 per learner in prepaid fees, what are the fee protection measures specified in Schedule 6 of the standards? 
If the RTO decides to collect more than $1,500 per learner in prepaid fees, they must have at least one protection measure in place for each learner. However, it does not have to be the same measure for all learners. There are three fee protection arrangements outlined in Schedule 6, which is that an RTO must either hold an unconditional financial guarantee from a bank operating in Australia or hold a current membership of a tuition assurance scheme approved by its VET regulator or any other fee protection measure approved by the VET regulator. Unfortunately, there is no tuition assurance scheme available for RTOs who are not delivering to overseas students on a student visa or for RTOs not operating under the VET Student Loan Act. As such, there are only really two options available to most RTOs. The requirements for protection of prepaid fees applies no matter how the fees are collected. Any fees collected by a third party for the RTO, including by an education agent or broker, are subject to the same conditions and the RTO is responsible for ensuring that protection measures are in place and implemented as required. These requirements apply to fees prepaid by learners, regardless of when the RTO actually receives the payment. I understand these fee protection measures are often costly to obtain and complex to administer. Can an RTO amend their fee payment structure to eliminate the need for this requirement? Yes. So if the RTO never holds any more than $1,500 in prepaid fees from any learner, they do not have to take any further action to protect the fees of those learners. Therefore, they should consider what fee payment schedule can be implemented easily, which balances the need for the RTO to ensure they get paid for the training services they offer, while ensuring that the learners do not run the risk of losing any fees paid in advance should the services not be provided. So, for example, if the RTO offers a 10-week course that costs $2,000, the calculated weekly cost of the course is $200 a week. If this is the case, the organisation could collect $1,500 at the time of enrolment and the remaining $500 after week seven without needing to have any protection measures in place. Another option is for the RTO to collect weekly fees in the amount equal to the calculated weekly cost of the course, in this case, $200 a week. There are a couple of case studies in the TAT user guide, which I would encourage all listeners to access to make this even clearer. What other questions do you get asked in regard to fee protection? I suppose the most frequent question I get asked is how can an RTO demonstrate that they are meeting the requirements of Clause 7.3? There are really two parts to this. So firstly, where an RTO is collecting less than $1,500 in prepaid fees, they can demonstrate this by providing examples of their marketing materials and actual enrolment documentation that include fee schedules which show the RTO does not require more than $1,500 to be prepaid for any course. In this case, no further evidence would be required. Secondly, where an RTO is collecting more than $1,500 in prepaid fees from any learner, the organisation should provide evidence to show how any fees above the prepaid fee threshold amount are protected. It may be that an RTO uses a combination of measures for different courses or different learners. In this case, they must provide evidence of how all learners' fees are protected. 
If TAC has approved an alternative fee protection measure, the RTO must retain evidence of current approval of that measure and the organisation's compliance with that measure. Are there any other clauses in the standards that link to Clause 7.3? Yes, Standard 5 includes a number of requirements regarding fee information. Clause 5.3 stipulates that all learners must be advised of the following. All payment terms and the circumstances under which refunds may be issued. Remember, the information provided to potential learners must be consistent with the RTO's fee payment schedules. Thanks, Michaela. I'm sure this information will really help RTOs to understand how they can address the requirements for protecting prepaid fees. So, Michaela, what would you leave as a takeaway message for our listeners? I think the message I would like RTOs to think about is how they can structure their fee payment schedules in order to balance the need for them to ensure they get paid for the training and assessment services they offer, while ensuring their learners do not run the risk of losing the often significant amounts of money some RTOs require them to prepay. Thank you for speaking with us today, Michaela, and providing us with a deeper understanding of the topic. I just want to remind listeners that additional support material on this topic is available on the TAC website at tac.wa.gov.au, such as the TAC User's Guide to the Standards for RTOs. You've been listening to TAC Talks with Mel and Michaela on the topic of fee protection. We thank you for joining us.